What up, Kev? What's going on, man? Man, feeling healthy. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been quite a uh, couple weeks for you, huh? Like you, a little bit. You feeling good, man? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Best shape of my life. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair you know what fills me with joy during this joyful What's season? That? Seeing the comeback. Seeing the comeback. What? Which comeback? What? The pyramid hat. Yeah, son. I had to bring the pyramid hat back for the end of the year show. Like I never uh, left you. Well, last show of the year. Yeah, man. Yo, it's, it's it's good, man. It feels it feels like you know what I mean. You know what they say about this like time of year, friend. right? What's that? It's pyramid wrap time. It's time. To, it's time to do the knowledge. <laughs> this is when I listen to what's what's the Rascast joint with the Jack Frost sample. Oh, that, uh, season uh, of the th- what is this season of the threat? Of the tra- what is it nature called? Nature of the threat. Nature, nature yeah. of the threat. Yeah, this is this is what you're supposed to do. Oh yeah, as a hip hop head around. That's this what time. you do. Put some Kev. put some put some eggs in the pot. Set that thing to boiling. And just play nature of the threat, and when the song's done, your eggs are ready, son. <laughs> right? God, dog. I was like, so much knowledge. Oh, your eggs are smarter too. You're eating smarter <laughs> eggs. Smart eggs. <laughs> oh, yo. All right. Did you see my uh, Facebook post about how punchlines have ruined rap? I how did. How people's thirst for punchlines are ruined. Okay. I did. I was, right. I, I, you the, know, I'm, I'm tired of calling you to ask you what the hell you're talking about. So where did that come from? <laughs> well, first of all, what's your that. opinion on it? Um, I don't think I've heard a good punchline in about twenty years, so that's kind of what I where I was coming from perspe- in terms of my yeah, perspective. <laughs> Dang! So it was just like, look, and punchlines is whack. So now what? Um, <laughs> nah. So it's funny, man, because I clearly didn't make a clear statement, right? So I'm I'm okay with the 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 fact that people didn't respond. That was the other thing. You kind of became that dude who makes the the yeah, the uh, purposefully vague. vague statement. Just mm-hmm. trying to be mm-hmm. provocative. I wasn't trying to be prov- provocative. I'm sick of people and and, <laughs> and I'm just no. It was no provo- no no provocative nature whatsoever. I'm just tired of. All right, this was my point because people argue the ruined rap part more than the punchline part, which proved my point. All right, so here here's my thing. Okay. If you relegate an art to only one particular color or one particular aspect mm-hmm. and you own and you value that aspect like all right you know because that that's what happened when it was punchline time right like we got to this point where the only thing we would listen to only rappers we cared about uh were rappers with punchlines right mm. and to me, it started to uh, there was a couple of smarter people in the post that mentioned how it kind of ruined songwriting um other people talked about how it just kind of was, you know, some people felt like it was true. Some people felt like the ruined rap part was the part they couldn't get over. But uh, like I told uh, Fizz, rap is good now. Like rap's not bad, right? Like I'm not saying rap is trash. It's bad in a way that if you burn a steak, you can still eat it. That was my thing. Like it's not like if you overcook a steak, it's not edible anymore. Like, yeah, we're fine. I, you know. Cut the ends off. They might actually be cooked well enough. Mm-hmm. But my point here is, where 
two points. One, as an art, it was like a street level art as much as it was a successful art. So you could go to Tower Records, you could get on the bus you, in New York, I'm sure, the train, whatever, the front of the bodega, I don't know, whatever y'all be doing out there. Like even the cat at the bodega had bar, like had had lines. Like, and it wasn't particular, right? The other point I'm making is like, where are the songs? Because people are saying the rap is better now, or well, one corny dude said rap was better now, and my well, now nah, I got to take that back because my man Wise is not the corny dude. The other dude is corny. Wise, you my guy. But where are the songs that made you feel like uh have the verses that made you feel like Pharrell Munch on? Fudge Pudge, Frail mm-hmm. March on Stress, Lauren Hill on uh, How Many Mics. You know what I'm saying? Like, where are those those songs? Even uh, Bushwick Bill on My Mind Is Playing Tricks On Me. Where are the verses that that hold without being like being like punchliney? You know what I mean? Mm. And I don't think that there are a ton of songs out there that are genuinely like that unless we go, because, you know, people's genuine go-to, I'm like way long-winded on this, by the way, but people's genuine go-to is 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 Kendrick Lamar. And I'm like, okay, well, of course, like we're talking probably the pinnacle of radio and, but now start going down the line. Where are the alcoholics of this time? Where are the beat nuts of this time? Where are the... Organ, where's the organized confusion of this time? Where's the the uh, diggable planets of this time? Like where are and and then aside from that, where are the street level artists that may not make it? That may not make it. Where are the five o'clock and four thirties of this time? Where the, hmm. you know what I mean? Where you could just literally go to the mall right now and people are genuinely rapping because they enjoy rapping, mm-hmm. not because they want to get out to the people or to the public. But rap was like fun to do. And mm-hmm. now it's been sort of diluted into you should only do it for a certain level of audience. If you're not doing it for a certain level of audience, you're not doing it. If you're, if you're a person who raps because you love it, you're a dirty, disgusting, less than human backpacker. Like all of those things to me ruin the art version of rap. All right. That's my whole point. There you go. It's there. I, I realized I just quoted somebody in a post. Now I totally forget what it was. So I'm trying to look it up as we speak. But I wouldn't, I, you know, first of all, what are you doing trying to look for the beat nuts and whatever of our time? Not sound like, though. I'm talking feeling like. There are some dope artists. I do not get me wrong. And I like, you know, I'm going to go with some of the more common ones, obviously. Like, J-I, like J.I.D. and Earth Gang. And mm-hmm. man, I like them. They're not just dope. They're incredibly dope. Like, Anakin Flywalker is another one. Like, there are some dope rappers out there. Don't get me wrong at all. Uh, and there's probably a ton I don't know. But even of the dope ones, there's no that's how it is by casual mm. right now. Because we wore down that that to we we relegated it to the punchline. Just it, it's like now we just want it's like the dunk contest instead of the game now. I just want to see the guy dunk. And it's like, okay, well now you can't be mad when right. <laughs> when you can't when well, when like Kendrick Lamar is the only person that can play. It's like what you posted this morning or whenever that was that you posted same exact thing about thing as the part two. Highlight tapes, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um yeah, it that which is the w- best way to phrase it is that if you're gonna um if you're gonna have it doesn't matter if you have the, the best handles in the world. If you can't take a good shot, 
90% of the time or what, you know, at least take a good shot 90% of the time, who cares? Who right. cares? Because at some level you're going to get, you know, you're going to lose the ball. You know what I mean? And I just realized the person that I quoted was Bun B, so I don't think that fits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, Bun, but again, but, Bun B but, I mean, but Those more, are the people that I would, yeah. I would quote is Bun B, Black Thought. These are all old dudes, right? You know, respectfully, even um, Pusha. You know, right? I I like the Absol record, but I didn't take that as like a punchline record. It was just I just enjoyed the record. No, it, but that's the point. The Absol record is a good record. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a good record. It, it we got to this point, and with all due respect to Absol and Kendrick and and all of them, what what we still have missing, even though they're great. Even though there are a fair amount of dope artists, you know, sifting through here or there, right? What we've lost is what I'm saying is just the value of the art of rapping. We like the success. We like the, oh, you know, it's like the kind of, okay, in the same way golden era people say this was the best time ever. Now you have like people who don't know how to have a conversation so they're like well rappers back then weren't really that good and it's like dude listen mm. there were rappers in coffee shops rapping they they made whole scenes literally opened up stores after hours so that people could come in and rap <laughs> you know what i mean like the value I, I, I of the think, art is gone to me i definitely think there's and this is some old man stuff for sure, so I'm not even going to fight it. But, um, you know, it's like being a great pitcher who, and, and I'm not obviously not a baseball expert, but like the difference between Fernando Valenzuela and his first couple seasons versus like Nolan Ryan over the course of a career where it's like if once they figure out your moves a little bit, you become, you know, you go from having a good season to, you know, have you know, it's a difference between a good season and a good career, I guess, or a difference between a right. good play, a great play, highlight real play, and a great game, or you know, MVP season kind of you know. And um, yeah, there are cats who will have a great play on a song or two on their album, but but it doesn't make it a great album, doesn't might not even make it a great song, you know, yeah. individually. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, I mean, that's the kind of yeah. thing that I think you know, with, with Black Thought, it's you know. He's going to break somebody's ankles, take a solid shot. If he misses the shot, he's grabbing the board, and then and then he's yeah. making the follow-up. It's, you know, and then getting he's back a- on defense the way he always yeah. does. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's the kind of yeah. MC he is. That's the kind of MC Monch is, you know, and, and uh, quite a few other, other people that um, came up during our era. I think the, the criteria is different, though, now. You know what I mean? Like, the, all the, this guy's the greatest. There's a reason why we like Jid. It's because he sounds like old guys. I don't know right. if... I know young people like him because he's one of the few young people whose shows I've been to. And I know there I was the old guy in the room. So I know he has fans, but I don't know how they articulate their appreciation for him. You know what I mean? Like, I've just never taken the time to talk to them enough to know that. You know what I mean? Dude, is, Jid is great. Jid is great. Yeah. Jid is amazing. Um there, I've I've come across quite a few. the The problem is that the, the quite a few that we're pointing out. It's not a it's not a scene because they, you know, what I mean, they matter. 
if I pull up to a hip hop show today, I'm, and I don't mind being corrected on this, the energy of the hip hop show was just, it was something different. Mm. And we ruined that. My, uh, what I'm trying to say is, for much, as much as people were telling me and calling me out for old head energy, I wasn't talking about the younger generation ruining it. I was talking about us ruining it. Mm. So if if people were like, yo, this, yo, you just being old, I'm like, no, I'm saying you whack. I'm not saying they whack now. I'm saying the reason why this isn't palatable is because our generation was beyond idiotic about the value of the art. And now, after all of these dudes who weren't good enough to be the main artist are now strongly opinionated, now they're trying to devalue what what the dope what the the dope ones of our time did you know what I mean oh well there were a bunch of whack records oh well, yeah there's whack records in every time I mean if if you ask me I wasn't there but I would consider that the best time in R and B was when people were singing on stoops when they were just singing to sing because they enjoyed singing now a rapper that would be like me back then his level of in, his or her level of of represent representing themselves is to put a record out. Right. But it wasn't like that. But we was rapping because we enjoyed it. And it was it was like you could go damn near anywhere. I, I, me and Mike Myers, when I was on Mike Myers show, that's what we talked about. Like, hmm. yo, there, there was in L.A., dude, that time. And I know it was across the nation. I'm speaking about L.A. because I live there. So shut up about me talking about L.A. If you <laughs> heard this right. I didn't live anywhere else. Nigga, I'm talking about here. Excuse my language. Um. Yo, everywhere. Melrose, Cypher. Foothill Transit bus out where I'm at, Cypher. Go to Pasadena, Old Sound, Cypher. Uh, when they opened City Walk, Cyphers. They had to break up Cyphers in the West Covina Mall. I seen them break them up in the Fox Hills Mall because they didn't know if they was fights or not. Everywhere you went, people were into the art. It was like literally like people breaking out canvases and painting everywhere because they loved painting so much. Where is that now? Yeah, I, I I don't. That's I guess I had a related question, which is, we always took pride also in sort of you know the 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 underground. Everything was underground to a certain extent, even the most popular rap because mm -hmm. it was new. Um, but our underground was underground, and I think we took pride in a certain like you know finding the next thing first and all that. You know, um, it was harder to get a hold of new music than it is now. Um, so the, the that that's at play as well but um like you know sometimes i feel like am i just lazy because i'm not paying attention to what that you know or knowing where to go to find that new thing or you know and, and furthermore not particularly caring all that much about sure you know well, like i learned older. i learned a lot about new music from old people which is not necessarily yes. you know the recipe for expertise in any given arena you know what i mean especially arts um so yeah well, what do? yeah i mean what's what's on the surface is probably a little more but i, I know a lot of the the people are, are still searching for it and and to me that's part of the thing you know is people switched and we got to move on but people switched into um the only way to validate it was to put it in front of the masses and that's how it mattered. But artists were fine-tuning or, or 
you know, it's what DJing has never lost to me. Okay, you can say, oh, well, DJing fell off because, you know, the crowd doesn't want to listen to me scratch for 40 minutes at a, at a club. It's like, dude, that's dumb. No one at any club wants to hear me go acapella for 20 minutes when they trying to dance. Like, that doesn't mean the art is lost. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's an art in playing the right song at the right time, keeping the, keeping the vibe, keeping the energy. That's part of an art to DJing. But... If I go on Twitch right now, I guarantee you I could find a video where somebody is flexing and people are like, yo, that's that's how that that's how you rock that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I guarantee you the volume of people I can find flexing as DJs is higher than the volume I can find people flexing as MCs. Mm -hmm. Just flexing. You know? We've had a, we just had a conversation on the show and we sort of agree where, you know, I don't freestyle. What did dude say? He doesn't freestyle because why like why you know and i'm like okay i just i agree with his premise but i'm also like because it's because you love it because you couldn't wait to do it well that was you know what i mean that was another thing when you were talking about the ciphers everywhere it wasn't just ciphers everywhere but everyone who was standing there whether they were known mcs or not i felt like felt a pressure that any moment someone was going to call you out to have to yeah. rap even if yeah. you sucked even if you sucked. And even even the dude who sucked, who had the balls to get up and, and spit something, was doper than a lot of stuff I hear now, which is, that's the kind of thing that, and that's there's that energy, right? It's say. like, because if you could spit four lines that happened to rhyme and came off somewhat decent, that's a high that's going to last you for the rest of the summer. Right. Yeah, that and, time and you your did friends it. will come up. Yeah, remember that one time you did it? You'll whack after oh, that, man. but that one day... <laughs> You people were making careers. Not not the Jism, my man. Shout out to my man. Not the Jism was whack by any stretch of the imagination. But his his freestyle ended up being a Nike commercial. Mm. The mm -hmm. Air Tenacity joint. Like that was him. That was like the blue blockers do. Like literally out on the street rhyming and, and ended up being you know, like, so, I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where uh, people took that immediately and was like, Old rappers, man. Look, the Gravediggers was trash to me. I'm telling you right now. There's a lot of old stuff that was whack that y'all was loving. Greatest album ever. <laughs> right. I'm not saying that. Like, I could find 40 albums right now from uh, Nelly's cousins that were better than that Gravediggers record. <laughs> my point is, <laughs> my point is not that young people ruin the or ruin the art. Young people are doing what's available to them and and what what is acceptable in a sense and it became unacceptable to rhyme in it to to rhyme without punchlines like weaving weaving in and out of rhymes cleverly became like mm, where's the punchline <laughs> all right all right we spent 20 minutes on that i love every i loved every minute of it too because all of it was a shout out to fizz uh <laughs> yo kev man let's get to the other side we got yep. we got a couple things to talk about so let's do this you ready man yep we back for one week only. Who knows if we'll be on next week? Let's go. We won't. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You were live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kev Sakota. 
Binax life with your boy Binax Headroom. <laughs> Where are we going? Hopefully not back to the hospital. Hopefully. By the way, speaking of old hand energy, you know what's bothering me? What's that? What's up with the crease at the top of your pyramid hat? You don't look like you don't look like you look like Fidel Cantro. That's a little better. Wow. Wow. What's going look on there? You. It's wrinkled. Fidel Cantro. Yeah, it's wrinkled. It just came out of the closet. You know what I mean? It needs a couple of wears, man. It needs you know. Yuck. I've got to listen to I got you open a couple times, it'll reshape. You know what I mean? If I listen to Bootcamp Click and then if I go skip over listen to a couple of the Skelter Records, it'll it'll reshape. Was it the hair? Was it the was it the old probably hair? So. Old hair energy? <laughs> no, because I had a favorite back then. It's probably the hat, oh, the style yeah. of the hat. Oh, <laughs> yo! Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Uh, if you like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks, Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you like to catch us on your television, go to BTS and that's Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel or any on any of your Roku or Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel, and we are there with plenty of other dope content. BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. We want in, and you can also catch us on Instagram at Rap Sucks Radio. And on Facebook, RSR Podcast. All right. You. Give. Let's go. All right. So episode title is True Power Don't Power Trip. Not as uh, clever or fun. Not as fun as all the last ones. But topic title is, uh, Kev, when the rabbit has the gun and is also an asshole. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> So Elon Musk says he will resign as Twitter CEO once he finds a replacement. The source for this is NPR.com. The players involved are the thumb thug master, Elon Musk. Uh, all right, let's get into this. Billionaire Elon Musk says he will step down as chief executive of Twitter as soon as finds someone foolish enough to secede him. Uh, in a tweet on whatever day that was, Musk confirmed that he is searching for a replacement and uh, did not give a timeline for the process. This tweet comes two days after he launched a poll on a social network in which the majority of respondents voted for his ouster. People want him to not be running Twitter anymore. Even when Musk finds a new person to head Twitter, he actually will still be the owner and ultimate decision maker at the company. Musk indicated as much in his tweet, Kev, saying he would, quote, just run the software and server teams, unquote. And last month, he told Twitter employees the company would become quote, a software and server company, unquote, under his ownership. After Musk received immediate blowback for suspending the Twitter accounts of several journalists, this is actually probably more the point of the topic that we should discuss, the billionaire took his platform, took to his platform Sunday to pose the question, should I step down as head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. Some 17 million voted in the unscientific poll and nearly 58% of the votes supported Musk stepping down as CEO. Kev... Bounce pass over to you. I don't care about any of this. Wow. I that don't. That is awesome. You know why? <laughs> why? I enjoy watching it burn to the ground. It's not like watching a burning building where people may actually be in danger and, you know, people's personal physical safety might be in danger. All the so-called good people already got fired. Even some right. potentially good people that he brought in to, to help fix things have already left. <laughs> I don't care about journalists. They're going to be fine. 
Half okay. of the people, half of the journalists, so-called journalists who are on Twitter are full of it anyway. Fair enough. So, Fair uh, enough. you know, yeah. I enjoy logging on once in a while. I don't even log on. I just lurk and watch how bad it is, and it makes makes my day for about five minutes, and then I leave. <laughs> Can I make an overstatement to make this a house on fire? More than me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay, uh, I've thought about this quite a bit. Uh, this was one of the topics I wanted to discuss while we were on like on break or whatever. So hmm. I decided to go back to Twitter after this all happened under the, you know, Trek life will not disparage a person without genuinely checking out, you know what I'm saying? Checking out what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Twitter has been, if anything else, outside of a worldwide idiotic comment section, it has been very valuable in times of crisis, uh, you know, crisis uh, for people being able to speak with their own voice as opposed to us picking up a newspaper or opening an article and hearing it through a third party. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also been a, a, an excellent uh, media outlet. Now, I'm like you. I don't particularly I, – I thought one of the things that Elon Musk said that I was like, well, you know, he ain't really tripping. When he said, you know, journalists think they're better than everyone else, I was like, mm, that's, that, that, that might have been a – he might have kind of spit some – that might have been a punchline. <laughs> right. That might have been – that might have been one of them punchlines that uh-huh. – uh, you know me, especially sports journalists, like, God, dog these dudes – and women believe that they are like the greatest human beings in relative comparison to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, this whole thing was about free speech, wasn't it? Well, and that's where he's, you know, he's full of it. I'm not defending that dude at all. He's, he's just, how are you going to be that rich and that smart? And I still believe he's smart, whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is, IQ points, not, not, you know, social intelligence necessarily or anything like that. I still think he's smart, but how can you be that rich and that smart and do something so stupid? Just not the move of whatever he did and decisions he made while in charge of Twitter, but just, just getting involved at all. Well, but it's, it's that thing that we talk about on Rap6 Radio on a regular basis. Look, to let your uh, ego we talk- be in so control of the rest of you that you But have we talked to do about that. this though. We, I, I understand, and you're right, but we talked about this. We talked about how social media has been the clapback machine for people to talk bad or down about celebrities or rich people, and, and their voice matter. In the, in the 80s, if you were to mention that, okay, I'm glad Magic Johnson's okay, but he did kind of cheat on his lady, though, and that's kind of whack, Right? People would be like, hey, man, be quiet. It's magic. Touch. Shut up. Right now, you can say that. And look, it, it's his personal private business, but you can mention that as a sort of, is Magic Johnson the greatest guy? Well, you know, here's some argument, right? Um, but I've always thought, and I think we talked about it on the show multiple times, what happens when the rich dude buys the social media and, and gets involved? Like Zuckerberg owns Facebook, but he's not clapping back on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not responding to the messages. Elon Musk is literally starting fires on his own plat. Like, you know what? I'm a, I'm here for beef. I bought this because y'all was talking trash and now I'm about to talk right I'm going to own this joint. So it's 
what if the rich dude buys the 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 platform? What would happen? And this is exactly what you know what people feared that that he would turn it into into something like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like if Dana White was in the ring every week, and and if somebody laid a finger on him, he decided to kick him out of the the, the entire league altogether for the rest of his life. Exactly. Like, yeah, well, you know. Exactly. Then you're, then yeah. you're definitely full of it. Whatever. I don't. Whatever. These idiots. I only care because I I don't I. It wasn't until I actually had this fear that Donald Trump would find a way to buy Twitter. That years ago, that was my fear. Like. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's gonna get a group of people together and somehow own this thing. Like the same thing like, would happen though. It would be the same thing. It there's still a, a delicate balance, I think, or state of equilibrium that Twitter was in. And and that means that some people a lot mathematically, at least half of the people are not going to like whatever's going on at any given point in time. But if there's a balance to it, then they're gonna stick around to find out what happens next. That's all. That's just like everything else in the world, you know. Like pyramid hats were super popular for a while, and then pyramid hats kind of leveled off. I don't know what those questions is. If more rappers wore pyramid hats, we wouldn't have to have the twenty-minute conversation we just had. We would have saved ourselves twenty minutes. Could have written. I could have written. I could have written twenty minutes worth of of raps. I could have listened to Nature of the Threat twice. Twice, like one point. Three one point one times. Dude, that man. might is that the longest song in here? That, that look that song was longer than five minutes of funk. <laughs> Which right? Like five minutes of funk. Did was it ever bother you like, that five, minutes, five of minutes of funk or? was not exactly five minutes long? What was it like twenty four minutes? Like that five minutes of funk was long as hell. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> Fake <Come on>. news. <laughs> Um, you know uh, what? Either that or it felt the, the worst thing is that, especially since this this uh, this Meg trial has been going on, all the mm-hmm. little wannabe pundits or whatever commentary is uh, chiming in about about the case. Like, first sure. of all, that's not your business. It's not my business. Nope, I don't care. But you look like a you look you look like a jackass. You know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, there's not a both sides to it because the young lady got shot, period. She got a bullet in her foot, period. Mm-hmm. The case is to figure out what happened or to try to and, and assign some responsibility. But you talking with your thumbs is just corny and goofy and I don't get it. I do not understand well, it at all. She doesn't I'm need my learning. defense. She doesn't need me to defend her. There's only there's only two female human beings in this world that that I would have any need to defend immediately with any immediacy. Well, well three. And she ain't one of them. But yeah, I would say the three. You have a sister. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. She she could <laughs> she could take care of herself. She can hold yeah, her. Yeah, own. Should, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you so. goofballs, but, especially the dudes. Get out of here. Shut up. Well, yeah. I mean, look, it's one giant comment section. That's really what it Ooh, is. Right? Yeah, like so gross. um Yeah, you can say just about anything, even a good thing, right? Uh, you know, 
um, such and such has a child that survived cancer. And somewhere people would be like, well, well you know, but he missed that open three-pointer at game five of the playoffs. So does this child really deserve to live? You'd be like, all right, all right. <laughs> and you also have, you know, people antagonizing the acting as adults, but they're not really adults. Like, I'm I'm convinced that 13-year-olds are just logging on, saying the worst thing they could possibly say, and then watching the whole thing mm-hmm. fall into flames. So, um, but that's the that's the worst of it, and probably the majority of it. But the positive parts of it have been, Pretty positive. People have been able to tell their own story. People have been able to explain things that otherwise they would have no voice in explaining. Uh, movements and and a call to arms types of movements have have happened over Twitter. Like Twitter has actually been a relatively important platform uh, outlet in our in its in its brief existence, right? Relative to our lifetime, <laughs> brief existence, um, and. It seems like the idea of not controlling it is actually controlling it. If I buy Twitter and everybody's talking trash about Track Life, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna own Twitter just to show y'all what it would be like if 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 people free thought was free thought. I wouldn't say a word on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That would be the thing. I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna open it up for everybody to speak their piece. And then I'm, I'm out. That's that's pretty much the you know that's what Jack did more or less I would think you know more almost less, yeah. almost to a fault him and Zuckerberg you know yeah. to you know, um, and there's plenty of things to probably be to take issue with in terms of how they ran their companies. But you know what it is though, dude. It's and and this is certainly not to disagree with your point about Twitter having been a venue for for certain positive movements and 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 activity in discussion and conversation, but it's really about the conversation. It's like saying um, um, unity wasn't the same after they moved it out of that warehouse in, in downtown yeah. LA and over to the place with the bull in the basement and all, or, you know, over to yeah. yeah El Hacienda or over to, you know, the, the palace or the Avalon, whatever the hell it was called. Um, mm-hmm. It's not about the venue. You could buy the venue. Someone owned the venue. Right. It wasn't any of us. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't Bill. wasn't Orlando. wasn't Mark. It wasn't anybody. Right. right? Someone else owned the venue, but we made unity. I mean, they made unity. We. They but made, but yeah. it was all. You know, it was our thing because of every all the hard work they did. It had nothing to do with the dude who owned the venue. That's why the the person who owns the venue that venue it should be uh, inconsequential. You know what I'm saying? Obviously. Yeah. If if something happened, I I would assume at some point to their venue, yeah. Unity got yeah. kicked out of some some place. You know, said well, we don't want to do that anymore. You know, um, yeah. And and but the party kept going because because the yeah. that desire to be in that place together was always consistent, right? And and I say that to say that you know whether it's Twitter or any of these other millions of uh, social media similar kind of um, venues. That have popped up. What, no matter what it is, the desire to have that level of communication and immediate discourse um, is always going to be there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there will be, whether it ends up being Twitter or someplace else, it doesn't matter. I think well, it's going yeah. to still happen. Yeah. You know, we now have a. You can't put that that back in the bottle. It's like people want to have that. They're going to find yeah. it. You can say that Facebook is for old people, and you're right, but. 
for the most part, sure. It's it's a place where people are just like, eh, I, I I know who I'm going to find there. I know who I'm not going to find there. I know how to, you know, control some of that if I need to. Cool, you know. I yeah. also, you know, I think people who are on Facebook probably just gen- generally need that immediate reaction on the on the whole less than the people who are on Twitter who are on it all day every day heavy you know yeah i feel like um and i've said this before on the show like face facebook is a place more for conversation you know you you know that both all of them have threads but the just the the aesthetic the view of it the way that that it works is to have a conversation about your point um now you go to facebook videos or whatever and it's the same right like you know you post a picture of your family or f- something about you and your family loving each other and they're like oh, i'm probably cheating on them that's why you look stupid that's why your mom is dumb like it, that's more like twitter but our general account interaction is there I, I also find that if you attempt to have a reasonable or intellectual conversation on twitter it, nah it's too much yeah, uh, just yeah, say I, I like cats and people are like fuck cats yeah. i love cats you know dogs are you know did you know that dogs were invented before cat like you know whatever you know god his dog spelled backers because dogs are really god like you'll know, just get all of the whatever if you, you know what my rule is statement i'll share my What's rule that? and if you want to follow it in 2023 i think you'll lead a healthier life if you look at any social media venue any any uh social media property you log on for the day you start scrolling the second that you say why as in why did you feel the need to say that then just yeah. leave quit log off swipe yeah. it yeah it's a good one you're done you're good i i feel like the better rule is don't read the comments <laughs> yeah. no i mean i'm just being honest it, it, if i'm going i mean unless it's like within your friend circle on facebook right but i don't even read the comments on 95% of the uh, the peop- friends of mine that post, or whatever, quote unquote friends. Uh, I don't, I'm not reading those comments. If it's Omega, I'll read the comments. If it's Fizz, I'll read the comments. Those are people that I know from a distance. Um, maybe Wise, maybe William Ketchup, you know. But 95%, I'm not reading. I know what y'all on. You know, what I, I realize you know? is that Fizz Fizz finds a just a solid way to diss you, no matter what you, you could say. I it's, love it's, cats, and Fizz will. It never works. It never works. Fizz will get you. He tries. He tries. It's crazy, right? It's like uh, Fizz is like the dude who threw a shoe at George Bush, oh. but constantly. So you're you know George what I mean? Bush. And um, in this case, I would be George Bush with regard to dodging the shoe so so brilliantly every single time he throws it. I'm like, <laughs> but that is, I, I step up to the podium to make a statement, and Fizz throws a shoe. That's that's how this works. Um, all right, man. I I personally think that just just to kind of conclude my thoughts, and I I think that. One, I think that his plan is to move Twitter out of out of California, two, into Texas. Two, I think that um, for what it's worth, quote unquote, it's he's 
his actions are dangerous relative to the platform he now owns. Quote, dangerous, unquote. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's my, my thing. And it's, it's weighed on me because I don't want the rich dude to be like, and I understand all media platforms are owned by, but I, it, okay, oh, be out of it. You know what I mean? But your, his need to control it to me is dangerous. And hopefully, I, I hope he does step down. I look at it as like Game of Thrones, for example. Mm-hmm. To show that if I was in a vacuum, I would feel absolutely no desire to watch Game of Thrones. At any point in time, from start to end, I never would have felt a, a, even the slightest pressure to need to watch that show. But I started mm-hmm. watching it. And once I started watching it, I wanted to watch all of it. I genuinely okay. was like, all right. But when it was over, I was just fine with it being gone. And I yeah, knew I, I certainly am not watching this new thing, whatever it is, no matter Me how neither. good or bad it is. Me neither. Um, Me neither. And that's how I feel about any social media platform. If we're If it were to go away tomorrow, I'm fine with that. I think I can agree with that. I'm similar. I'm similar. I'm okay with that. I, but I do understand the, the the loss of voice. But whatever for me, all of these conversations don't affect me as greatly as they affect others. It's just the thing about <laughs> we have these conversations on Rapsic Radio and it's like, well, uh, I'm going to be all right. But I don't know. I think it's dangerous. All right. Anyway. You know, when, they, when you were in school and, and the teacher said, oh, you ruined it for everybody. To that yeah. one kid who always ruined it for everybody. True. Some people would get super mad at that kid. And then me, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he did. It was always a he. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. Times out of 10, it is. Yeah. He did. He ruined, he made everyone's life a little bit worse. But yeah. whatever. Nine times out of 10, it was me as well, by the way. It wasn't just <laughs> he. Nine times out of 10, it was me. <laughs> but everything kept going. Yeah. Hey, yo, before we move any further on, and I, I, I want to say this at the end of the show and the beginning, but I, I'm, I just want to say this because, um, yo, Mr. Suge and Track Life Show, shout out to my man, Mr. Suge. Um, mm-hmm. He lost his father, Griff. Um, I, want, I just wanted to make sure that I brought this up about the idea of it takes a village to raise a child, right? And what that means um, relative to his father passing, at least for me. Uh, Yo, Griff um, echoed what my parents were saying, right? That's a village to me. You, you, you hear the right thing and then it's echoed and, and repeated, you know, um, by people who care enough about you to not only be concerned with their children's <clears throat> well-being, but your own. And that was him for me. He was, mm. he was that extended extended uh male influence positive male influence that echoed the things that my parents were trying to teach me so that when i was outside of their view he was standing there to say yo nah Mm -hmm. you still need to carry yourself with those same principles and those principles are lost when the echo changes if if somebody says yo work hard in school go to college and you know, get a job or whatever those whatever the general statement is, and then you start to go outside, and somebody else is like, "Nah, sell drugs and shoot people in the face." You you start to change the the or muddy up the message, but that message was never muddied for me. 
um, because I had people like Ms. like Shug's father in my life. So rest in peace, and I'm very thankful to have known him. Just want to want to throw that out there. Word. And uh, much, much love, love to Shug, man. We got much you. Much love to Mr. Shug. Yes, yes, yes. And rest in peace. It was um, uh, very sad to hear. Yeah. Word up. Word up. Um. All right. So. Switching to a topic I actually know that Suge would love. Uh, <laughs> the title of this topic is the, the quote, friendly, unquote, skies. <clears throat> Yo, <laughs> God, this, this topic is so stupid. All right. Pilot threatens to turn plane around if passenger continues to airdrop nudes. <laughs> the source for wait, this is LAD wait. Bible. Huh. Okay. I want you to uh, let me make sure that I'm not messing this up here. Now you're gonna play the uh, you're gonna play the pilot. Can you read the quote um, that is quoted in the right under the video here? The first quote from the pilot. Okay, oh. the whatever that airdrop thing is quote, or we're going to have to. I I don't he have said, the, uh, Im, the image yeah. in front of me. Oh no no no! The, the, it's it's in the article. The whole strange announcement was captured on video by passenger. By a passenger who filmed the pilot stating that he'd have to. Why am I not seeing that part? Okay, there we go. Uh, from the, uh, stating that he had to pull back into the gate and everybody's going to have to get off. We're trying. Oh, that's exactly a fact. That is 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 exactly a fact. The pilot threatened to turn the plane around, Kevin, and end everyone's holiday before it began if they didn't stop sending nude photographs via airdrop. Uh, the whole strange announcement, like you said, was captured on uh, by a passenger who filmed the pilot st stating that he'd have to pull back into the gate and everybody's going to have to get off. Now, he, he wasn't getting what he was looking for, I, I assume. Well, for years we've complained there are no black pilots. In spirit, <laughs> this is the blackest pilot I've ever heard of. I will turn this plane around if y'all don't stop what he called <laughs> that airdrop thing. <laughs> what in the black father? If y'all don't stop that airdrop thing, I'll turn this whole plane around on y'all. Everybody I have to get off. I, you don't know what's up with, boy. Stop playing. What are you looking for? <laughs> stop. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, the pilot uh, said we're going to have to get security involved. So we've got Black Parent. We've got Karen now. The rest of the video, which has since been viewed by more than two, more than two million times, the aircraft's captain said that everyone's <laughs> – dog, this dude was black. Everyone vacation going to be ruined. Come on, Kev. Let's go. Al, quit it. Al, quit it. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yo. <laughs> that is great. That's fantastic. It said that let's get yourselves to Cabo. <laughs> Kev. Said, Whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures and get, let's get yourselves to Cabo. What I, I feel know like Ted, I Ted, Ted Cruz started it. Man, look, I this is the image I I get of him. Either a a southern man, right? Uh -huh. Either a white southern man, 
or a black man that looks like Rock. Remember the character Rock? Oh, yeah, Charles Dutton. Yeah. I've pictured Charles Dutton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or Bernie Mac. Oof. Or Robin Harris. <laughs> I picture all of these are all of the things that are running through my mind. You know what I mean? Listen. <laughs> whatever that airdrop thing is, like I'm repeating this because I need to put some put some stank on. <laughs> because these are the things that they left out, right? Mm-hmm. Man, listen. <laughs> hey man, check this out. Whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures and let's get yourselves caught. Yourselves is not at yourselves. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the video, so I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing too much. But, um, yeah, man. Like in, in in the long run, you know, a passage just said, uh, you know, it was uh, giving off major dad vibes, which I agree with. Um, another passenger said it's like a school bus driver with a bunch of rowdy kids. Uh, the other passenger said, uh, if he doesn't like something, that's his choice, right? Saying the pilot has the ultimate authority. Another viewer lamented, remember when people didn't need to talk to, a, to, to adults like they were children? No, I don't remember that, by the way. I do not ever remember a time in my lifetime, as even as a child, where there wasn't situations that I, re- I I can recall where adults didn't have to talk to other adults like they was they damn kids. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I've eaten worried, that Popeyes. And if you're worried about your child getting sn- ensnared in this web of nudity, why does your kid have a phone? <laughs> Ask yourself hey. that. Come on, man. Watch your kid have a phone. Hey, man. Who? But let's get to the point. We missing it. Who airdrops nude pictures? <laughs> is that happening? Like, this is me now. I'm the pilot. What is this airdrop thing? And what are y'all doing right now? Come on, man. Like, you know, get to the house or wherever you're going and open up incognito view. And watch like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. But don't. None of the, you know, none of these, this, <laughs> you know, none of these passengers is Ansel Adams or something taking high quality photos of their junk. <laughs> you know, if these, if these images are captured while they're, you know, taxiing for an hour and a half at uh, at Newark Airport, you know, nothing nothing good is coming of those photos. Man, the last thing I want to do is be in that seat getting new pictures from my wife so that I could sit in that seat and know what I can't be doing because <laughs> I'm sitting here. I mean, come on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be so mad. Like, yo. You're just causing trouble. It just You lean over to her. It's like, did you just send this to me? No. Who did? <laughs> the, right. I, the pilot? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, it's a picture of you. Who got the pictures of you then? Talk about who sent it. Yeah, me and the pilot got a problem. Now we got all sorts of black problems on this plane. (laughs) Now I got to figure out. The pilot has the same tattoo as you? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, this this conversation just went so south. But yeah, man, I'm I'm lost. It's like like I'm lost on, and we got to close this show out, but I'm lost. And I will not be found on 
when I'm told by by women or read that that dudes send them dick pics. I'm like, they, but what now? <laughs> when a woman tells me like that her inbox is full of pictures of men's junk, that mm-hmm. unsolicited <laughs> pictures, I'm like, don't you're not gonna victim shame, are you? <laughs> I'm, what dude would? Why I don't, would you? Do I don't that? know who the victim is in that scenario, but hey. Airdrop. Why would you the, drop top? <laughs> you know what? Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Airdrop, drop top. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all, man. Look, um, we're glad to be back, but New Year is coming, and you know how the usual thing goes. We probably gonna chill for a little bit, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, we'll see. But if you like to catch past episodes of Rapsucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can watch us live on BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that Apple channel. And we are right there with plenty of other dope content. BTS and Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And you can also catch us on Instagram at Rapsucks Radio and on Facebook at RSR Podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. The original RSR Podcast, by the way. Just to be clear. Original Um, recipe. Original recipe. You guys have a wonderful holiday. Hopefully you guys get to spend some time with your family. Everybody, Northeast, stay warm. I guess South, Southeast and Southwest too. All of y'all outside of California, y'all stay warm. We good. Y'all figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's me, you know. Some some one turn. Sometimes it's a trade-off. Man. Everything is a trade-off, man. Everything is. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, man, we'll holler at y'all. Kevin, man, you good? You got anything to say before we uh before we check out of here? Because this might be the last show of the year, man. Um it Happy is Christmas. Merry New Year. <laughs> y'all don't be airdropping them pictures on the plane, man. Come on, y'all. Beef jerky? I I, I, <laughs> I ain't judging y'all, man. I'm not it's not judgment. This isn't a I'm just saying, come on, man. Y'all, I can't wait till Tom, Tom Hanks is going to play that pilot in the movie <laughs> version. Denzel. <laughs> it's got to be Denzel. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all next time. Uh, I'll holler at y'all, man. I am Track Life. That over there is your fam, Kev Sakota. We are out of here like last year. Count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace.